0: I mean that's again. I, I keep using this phrase of the the range of humanity, because in my naivete of wanting to find a place where I'll always belong, where I'll always be loved and accepted, I forget that once he, like human beings get in it, it's going to get messy, and that won't always hold true.
1: Welcome to the Reclamation Podcast. My name is Aldo Martin, and I'm Cousin Eddie. And together, we're going to explore what it's like to be in and leave a religious cult. For more info on the Reclamation Podcast or to tell your story, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Aldo B. Martin. Yeah.
0: Now, you get in trouble, you ain't going to be somebody.
1: You ain't going to be somebody. And and from my perspective getting in trouble also meant that the people that were your friends wouldn't be your friends wouldn't be much, your friends much longer it was with exactly. um
0: exactly
1: it was with uh, um uh you you mentioned the word earlier i don't know why i'm always at a loss for words but i know these words but it was with um conditions right it was it was conditions. a conditional thing yeah. and and you really wanted to perform well and and be a good christian because you didn't want to lose your friends you didn't want to lose mm-hmm. this family that you built you really mm-hmm. didn't. Here, here you are. Yeah. Here you are, a young woman from Detroit who 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 came into this school full of strangers. And now you have a family mm-hmm. in New York City. Not just the city, but the biggest city in, in America. Right. Right. And then you have myself, this guy who's who was depressed, whose self-esteem was at the bottom. And now I'm with these people that are helping my self-esteem grow. Mm-hmm. Ain't no way I'm losing on that shit. Right. You want me to? You want me to invite 100 people? Bang. 101. Right. Here we go. So, cousin Eddie, this is. Please, if if if. <laughs> I hope this doesn't confuse you, but mm-hmm. remember, the whole purpose is baptizing people, right? Yep. So, the more you baptize people, the better you're doing spiritually, and the more you are in favor with God, right? That's, bodies,
2: bodies in the seat is is my favorite thing about seats. this whole thing. <laughs> We're
1: gonna name this this episode of this podcast "Bodies yeah, in, the seats. Body yeah. in the Seats." <laughs> yeah, but anyhow, what what I didn't really realize was that our church was also segregated. Yeah, mm-hmm. we had a lot of people from different races involved, but it was also very segregated. Mm-hmm. Now, and 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 so I guess what what I also want to to say, and Dr. Melton, uh, uh, tell me if you agree or not. I guess we just thought that our church was beyond all that. Yeah. It was supposed to be beyond all these, these yeah. man-made limitations and, and segregations. But in actuality, it was just it a was reflection there. of the world that was outside of us. And, yeah. and if you called anybody out on it, if Maybe. you tried to address it, and if you were not a person in position of power, oh, heaven forbid, you better I- not.
0: Yeah, that was actually part of a, a process of disillusionment that started for me where I began to recognize that there are some differences. Like the scales have fallen off my eyes in a period of disillusionment. Like, yo, the things that I grew up hearing about in terms of racism and like interactions between Black and white people in particular, that's here? Mm. That's yeah. in the that that's in the building. Like in my that's... my fat Joe fat Joe voice, like racism is in the building. <laughs> <laughs> like it's in the building.
1: Yo. Wow. So well, that, done. That, that... <laughs> well done. Well done. You know. Listen. You know what? Um, I I think you bring up a really really interesting point because part of the reason why I want to put this uh this information out there. Uh, this type of podcast out there is because people need to be warned of such organizations. Right. And if there's any young people out there that are involved or even older people, if you're involved in, 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 in groups that can be determined uh, deemed as pseudo cults, please don't close your eyes and understand that the, the very things that happen outside can happen within your organization too. Right. Like all the, the The racism, the classism, you know, all the different types of segregation, the types of meanness, you know, uh, for lack of a better term. These things can happen in your organization, too. And one of the mistakes that I made was that I turned a blind eye to it for the sake of remaining a member. Yeah. Right. So so the things that Mm -hmm. Dr. Melton is talking about, these are things that I also saw, but I didn't really address because I didn't want to you know, uh, 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 cause any waves and be ultimately kicked out. So yes. I just, I just wanted to, to, to put that part in there.
0: That piece right there. And again, this is not to disparage the individual people, but recognizing for me that that moment where, oh my gosh, this was the group that I thought was different than what I saw growing up in terms of yeah. hypocrisy. Right. Yeah. But again, I'm being exposed to the full range of humanity. And it was a period of disillusionment, like, what? wait a minute, what is going on here, right? Cognitive dissonance is a thing, meaning that I wanted to maintain this idea that this church was great, but I'm getting this conflicting information. This reality is piercing the bubble. How I resolved it was exactly what Mr. Um, Martin said, which is, I'm not going to address it anymore, but I'm going to talk about it in my group and I'll validate it. But I'm not gonna bring it or raise an alarm or challenge. Because if you challenge your spiritual elder, then you'll get discipled and then you'll get in trouble, and then you'll be demoted, and you might be kicked out, excommunicated, kicked out. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. These are this is this is more complicated than I thought, isn't it?
0: I mean, that's again, I I keep using this phrase of the, the range of humanity. Because in my naivete of wanting to find a place where I'll always belong, where I'll always be loved and accepted, I forget that once like human beings get in it, it's going to get messy and that won't always hold true. So going back to this period of disillusionment and how I tried to resolve it, like that's how I then began to move forward. Like I could show up and be my full authentic self in these relationships and in these spaces and then in these other spaces and I'll be performative, right? Now, as I'm saying that, like relationship, like the way that I think about people and even, you know, with the job that I have, the career that I have, the training that I have, relationship to me is the basis of healing and it's also the basis of wounds and hurt and unwellness, okay? So I just want to put that out there and preface everything that I'm saying is always in the context of relationship. The other Mm -hmm. relationship experience that I had during the time, um, I can, yeah, during the, the whole time was like my relationship with God, my spiritual life. And I will credit this group for one, learning the Bible, but then also learning how to pray, mm-hmm. right? Learning how to pray in a sense of not needing to have the Holy Ghost moments to be able to connect and emote to something
1: bigger than me, right? It didn't, it didn't have to be, be a ceremony.
0: It didn't have to be a ceremony. I didn't have to be, you know, Shirley Caesar and knowing how to pray. Like I didn't have to be these great orators that give these great prayers that are just, you know, musical, melodic, there is the word, but I could just talk to God. Like that was enough, right? And so that piece is very dear to me. Mm. And it's also the place where I was most deeply wounded. In terms mm. of, like, that relationship being shook, like, <clears throat> my spiritual life, my relationship with God. That's what I still hold dear in practices and beliefs and ways of moving that are still part of my life. Now, the the human piece, the organizational piece, eh, that's still a challenge for me.
1: What, what, certain, mm-hmm. what made you want to leave? Was, was there a... Yo. Was there a a a a, uh, a single moment or was it a no. lead up? Cumulative. Like, how-
0: so I'm good for a ghost <laughs> with anything. Like I,
1: I'm I'm good for a I'm what? good
0: for a ghost. Like I would kind of fade. Like you ever seen that Homer Simpson meme, meme where he, yeah, he goes through bush. the, the bushes? I'm good for that. <laughs> That's just ghosting. Like right. I'm real good for that. Okay, got I'm it. working on it.
1: Okay. okay? Got it.
0: embrace my full humanity I'm working on it but i'm good for a go so it wasn't like this again this big moment of that's it i'm done i'm calling everybody and i'm letting them know i'm not coming back don't call it wasn't any of that it was like a fade to black kind of thing it was a fade to black and what it, it was almost like a test let's see if anybody reaches out Let's see if anybody is concerned. And I didn't. Ooh. So I was able to fade real smooth.
2: Oh man. So, so, oh Go man. Ahead. In a weird way, that just got me really excited because I'm like, like, man, yeah, I would have done the same thing too. Like, like, let's see who uh let's see what happens if I do this. Like I, mean, I want to test some hours. <laughs> you know, oddly enough, I think
1: that's what happened with, with a lot of people. Dr. Mm-hmm. Melton, how long uh were you a member mm-hmm. of the organization?
0: <laughs> so I can say maybe three or four years because I don't know how to count that fading out. Do you know what I mean?
1: So you, you're um, saying those three, four years you were you mm-hmm. were wholeheartedly a member, but then after that time...
0: Mm, that phrase
1: wholeheartedly, I'm tripping over because
0: I don't know if I can say that. I can definitely say wholeheartedly a member up until the letter. And so then... That's, that's like,
1: 2003. And you 2003, got...
0: And, you, and so about 2005, I was like... Eh. And okay. I
2: can Okay. So, so you, 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 We're you came seven, about seven years. Is that right? Is that seven years? What'd you say, 99? 99... Oh, no,
0: no, 2000. No, no. 2001 is when I was baptized. No, no,
2: no. But we got, well, we got to start with
1: September 2000 though. I mean, we September can't just start with the back
0: Right. Until I want to say like November, December of 2005.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's a good five year stretch. It's a good five-year stretch, five, six-year stretch. I don't
0: know why I'm trying to argue the numbers down. That might be still some of that internalized (laughs) stigma. I wasn't part of it that long.
2: Uh, I I got out real quick.
0: That's funny. That's funny.
2: That's a a reality.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: Man. Hold up! One, two, three, four. Okay. All right. Yeah. All right. Four years. Okay. But do you feel, but even though when we think about four years, right, just, just just, just, the word of it. It sounds like a short time, right? It sounds like a yeah. short time, but I'm sure it didn't feel like just four years.
0: No, like thinking about those four years, just developmentally, right? So it was freshman intense. in college, graduated then in grad school to become a doctor. We had 9-11 in Yes, that. we did. Right. We had the letter in that, right? So it felt like it was... Like being in New York was just overwhelming, mm. so I was glad to leave. Even though I was still part of the church, but I was glad to leave because it just felt like the city itself and all of what was happening was just overwhelming. I'm like, I'm out. Like, I don't, I'm good.
1: And that's when this. you went to, to 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 Arizona. That's when I first went to Arizona for grad
2: school. <sighs> so, so Dr. Mel, just so I understand. So, so you're leaving. You're leaving school. You had, you had straight to Arizona to go to grad school. That's Correct. beginning grad school. Okay. Correct.
0: And, and then it was, I was one year, my first year of grad school, I was still attending services uh-huh. and then it was the fade.
2: Yeah.
1: There was the fade to black. Oh, I, I would love to get into uh, uh, the fade to black more. What was going on with that and all that stuff, but what made you want to fade to black? If there isn't a definitive moment of when you left, what made you yeah. want to fade to black?
0: I, you know, it was a collection of moments that happened at that time. So mm-hmm. then trust was was continued to be chipped away at.
1: From now, your end, right? Like it's, a, it's my, eroding, like, it's a, eroding y'all slowly. Y'all say you do this, yeah,
0: but then you don't follow up. And yet you want me to still show up and perform. Huh. And I don't know if it was intentional. Like I don't think they were being malicious. Mm-hmm. I do think that it was probably calculated.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, you know, that's 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 something interesting where it wasn't uh malicious or intentional, but but that's how they treated everybody else, though, right? Yeah. So even if it wasn't malicious that or, or intended, that's what yeah. happened, you know. And
0: this is where again, my reflection of of the memory. Is allowing a bit more, um, grace is not the word, but maybe a touch of objectivity, right? If I'm going to acknowledge the full range of humanity, then I also acknowledge that con men are good at being cons and that the people that they have in their cons that are excited about it truly believe Mm -hmm. what the con is. They bought into it. Why would they not yeah. want me to be a part of something great? Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: yeah. Sure, you know sure what I'm saying? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
0: so that's why I say, like, it felt really bad in the moment, and I couldn't articulate it as I, I, I believe I can now. It felt terrible in the moment, and in this moment, I can say, ah, it wasn't personal. No one asked me how I was doing or how I was feeling. I left no there one- again, feeling dejected.
1: And and that's that's from two different sides, from the dead church and as well as the supposedly new movement. And and even though they're saying different things, they're doing the same thing, which is which is capitalizing on people's vulnerable. Vulnerable. Yeah. Can somebody say the word for me? Because I just can't. Thank you so much. Capitalizing on that. And 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 kind of. Pulling at people's heartstrings, right, to make them go in one yeah. direction or another, and uh, manipulating, right, manipulation.
0: Yeah, I think you know, I'm, 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 I try to be careful with using that word because I think people can get into manipulative tendencies without even know that they're doing it, right. Mm-hmm. But to me, what it, what, what the, the tactic is, intentional or not, is that we as human beings have needs, right, legitimate needs for closeness. For belonging, for feeling value, for feeling seen, feeling heard. And the best cons can tap on all of that. Whether it's a long game con or if it's I'm trying to get you to subscribe to this magazine con. I won't say that a con, but it's, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm trying to get you to get something that you don't really want because and I'm going to use relationship to be able to do that. I mean, the that- relationship is where we get our needs met. We feel seen. We get to understand ourselves. Mm-hmm. We get validated. All of that stuff.
2: I mean that's oh, what oh. uh, that that speaks to uh there was a great documentary on uh, everything you're describing about the the psychopathy of people and yeah. how some people will go one of two routes that that are psychopaths and one of the routes is yeah. is they use it to their advantage to succeed in life. Yeah. And how they how they really use and uh, um uh what's the best way to put it? I don't necessarily want to say manipulate but they um
0: yeah so, so to your point yeah they manipulate and they they're, um,
2: they're able to convince you of yep. of oh, yeah. of the of of how to feel better you know yeah, what I mean by
0: and using your own humanity
2: sure so, yeah 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 it's it's uh, and it's actually uh, to that point for anybody listening if you get into that it's very fascinating and also I, th- I believe, as uh, in you, Doctor Melty, you could probably, you probably know of this, but I was listening to a doctor online, and there were also four levels of narcissism, which was yes. kind of mixed into that, which is yes. wildly fascinating, wildly yes. fascinating.
0: Yeah, I like you, Uncle. You can talk <laughs> about that stuff any day. That's my wheelhouse. It's fascinating.
1: I, you know, I, I feel like my biggest takeaway from this is probably two things. Um, Dr. Melton, you're, you're really, really insightful and, and really helped give us a, 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 another avenue to look at with this whole cultist experience. And the other takeaway is how we went from... Cousin Eddie really went from cousin to uncle in in, in, <laughs> yes. in, in a short amount of time, you know? So it was, it was just, it's really, it's really incredible. for incredible. We're going to pause Dr. Melton's story right here. I promise you that she'll join us at another time, as she has much more to say about her experience. The story that we're trying to tell is a complicated one, with many dimensions and many dynamics and many layers. We want to take the spiral approach of telling you this story, where we bring up a topic or a new lens and circle back to it. And speaking of circling back to it, next week I want to return to my initial conversation with Cousin Eddie. As we discuss why this conversation about cults, pseudo-cults, and cultish experiences is important. Until next time. And and that got me to thinking, well, what is the typical cult member? Right, right? And so, right, so when we think of cults, right, we think of At least for me, I don't know about for you, but but for me, uh, modern day speaking, three come into mind, Mm -hmm. right? And the three that come into mind is uh, uh, the Heaven's Gate cult from Mm -hmm. 1997. Yeah. It was 1993, David Koresh and the Branch Davidians. That was Waco? That was Waco, Texas. 1978, with uh, Jim Jones and the People's Temple in Guyana, in which... 918 people died For more info on the Reclamation Podcast or to tell your story follow me on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter at Aldo B. Martin